It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Hi, Lori. Hi, Simi. How are you? I am good. Thank you. How are those markets doing this morning? Well, markets are in the green again after a strong day yesterday. And really, the markets are in, in rally mode. We've seen a lot of momentum as of late, uh, really based on a uh, pretty positive uh, third quarter earnings season. Midterm elections are over. Seasonality plays into that. Markets are usually stronger, kind of November to, to March. And, uh, and there's also anticipation that the Fed will hopefully uh, be less aggressive in their stance uh, in terms of increasing rates, and not just in the U.S., but also here in Canada. And we're waiting for the um, the Federal Reserve meeting minutes to come out today at 11 o'clock, and that's going to give us kind of more detail in what they're thinking or what they were thinking uh, at their last meeting. So that will give us more insight, uh, maybe calm the markets even further uh, going into December's meeting for both countries, for uh, Canada and the U.S. Right. Okay. And what, is the, what has Bank of Canada been saying recently? Because I know they've been talking about the Canadian financial system, haven't they? They have. I mean, they're saying that, um, you know, there's uh, uh, they've made a lot of changes since the 2008-2009 financial crisis. And so they don't foresee a severe or deep recession, you know, caused by uh, higher interest rates. And, and again, you know, it's obviously rates have been higher, uh, but it was aggressive this year in terms of, of how quickly rates rose. And so we haven't even really seen the impact um, in, into the economy yet here in Canada or in the U.S. I mean, we see things slowing, uh, but I would say it's a little bit too early to call that there won't be a severe recession or a recession at all. Uh, I think we have to see how the next few months play out in terms of economic data. Uh, We saw higher initial jobless claims in the U.S. today, and that also... Uh, you know, is why markets are in the green today. So right now, it's it's still that situation where bad economic news equals good for the stock market. And so what we have to be careful of going to 2023, when bad news could possibly equal bad news for the markets. And so again, we like this rally, we expected it, we've been talking about it, and we want to see that continue into, uh, into year end. I mean, you look at how far markets have come. Uh, the Dow uh, and the TSX are only, you know, 6%, five six percent from be, from being positive again the s p 500 is still down 15 percent and the nasdaq still down 25 percent plus but again uh, really bouncing off those lows that we saw back in september and october okay and now what about those new um canadian tfsa rules yeah, so finally they're increasing the amount to uh, 6,500. Uh, so that's just an increase of 500, um, and that's due to inflation, is is what they're saying. And so I think that's definitely good news. I mean, I wish we could put much more into TFSAs for clients. Uh, now in 2023, the kind of lifetime uh, allowable contribution room will be 88,000. When we do financial plans and we look at you know which bucket people are going to be taking money from for retirement, for income, that sort of thing, generally speaking, if you don't need it, you want your TFSA, you just want to keep maxing it out uh, and leaving it alone. Because again, for estate planning purposes, it's going to be one of the best uh, areas, one of the best accounts you're going to be able to pass on to your beneficiaries tax-free. It grows tax-free. Again, you can access it if you need to. So you definitely want to be maxing out the TFSA uh, if you can. Okay, let's talk about the commodity market. How's that doing? Well, commodities have been moving higher, and uh, there's a few reasons for that. Uh, News that China may relax COVID restrictions from its zero COVID policy. Again, more demand is the idea behind that. 
Uh, the drop in the U.S. dollar over the past, you know, two to four weeks, that's also helping commodity prices uh, and just generally oversold conditions. I mean, gold, for example, was, you know, in a seven month decline uh, before it's rallied, you know, six percent just this month alone. Uh, and the stocks have rallied even further. And again, copper is also having a good month. Um, oil is a, a little bit more volatile. There's, you know, a lot of kind of pushes and pulls there. Uh, you know, there's uh, talk to, to Today that the G7 is looking at putting on a price cap on Russian oil. Uh, whether that can happen or will happen, we'll still need to see and what price level that will be at. But that has obviously affected the price of oil, for instance, today. So, so oil is a, a little bit of a different animal. Um, but again, commodities in general, when we're taking a look at what's moving in the markets, uh, that's definitely an area that's moving. Okay. So this time of year as well, are people thinking about their taxes and how to plan for that, Lori? I don't know if they're thinking about it, but we sure are. So, you know, we spend a lot of time here um, at the end of November and in December uh, helping clients organize um, themselves for the, uh, the tax year and seeing what we can do in order to ease that tax burden. And so, again, one of the biggest ones is tax loss selling, right? If there's any holdings uh, that are down that you may not want to hold going forward, you know, now is the time to trigger that loss. You can take those losses back three years and forward indefinitely. So that can and help. Again, you want to be mindful when you're rebalancing portfolios right now. You know, if you're trying to take a profit on on a position or a fund, you know, maybe you want to wait till January, right? So you defer the capital gains by another year. Uh, charitable donations, huge one. I mean, we do this for a lot of clients where we're donating stock for them. Again, if you have the ability to donate stocks that are up in value, that is better than donating just cash. So you want to take a look at that and, again, talk to your financial advisor because they can make those donations for you. And one of the biggest uh, discussions we're having with clients at the end of the year is uh, in terms of RIF accounts and whether you should be taking more out of your RIF, excess RIF withdrawals. And again, why would somebody do that? Well, the reason is, is again, registered accounts, RSP, RIF, they're not great for estate planning. So over the long term, if you can kind of slowly take out more over time, uh, you lessen that tax burden at the end. So again, those are conversations we're, we're consistently having, uh, but more so definitely at the end of the year. Right. Okay. So are there other things that you can do as well besides gifts? Like maybe you should, are there things that you should be buying now or things that you should be waiting until the new year? Yeah. You know, well, one of the other tax planning strategies is also just talking about um, gifting, <clears throat> gifting to adult children or grandchildren. Remember, if you have, and, and people do have more money than they're going to spend in their lifetime, uh, and they plan to save it for the end of their days for their kids and grandchildren, you can early gift, right? And get it off of your balance sheet and put it onto, you know, somebody else's that's in a lower tax bracket if, if it's going to them anyway. Uh, and they're responsible with, with money, of course. And, and so that's a, a, another good idea. You can also contribute to TFS for uh, adult grandchildren and adult children. So that can also be something of, of conversation, right? Maybe it's just not a normal gift, uh, you know, for the holidays, but this may make sense as well. So those are, are things that you should be discussing or your financial team should be talking to you about uh, and getting that organized again. And RSP contributions, another good one. I mean, you don't have to wait till the deadline uh, of March 1st next year. You can get it done now. Uh, no point in waiting. Tax-free growth 
growth is good, right? And depending on, you know, it doesn't mean you have to invest in the markets. You could also be investing in bonds or cashable GICs. So, you know, some people are still nervous about the market because there's lots going on. But again, what I've said, we had to start putting cash back to work, you know, four or five weeks ago because you can't wait till everything is good out there. Otherwise, you miss the entire rally. And I know people have been nervous this year, but historically speaking, when you've had a bad three quarters as what we've seen, uh, the last quarter tends to be strong. So again, you want to take a look at and make sure that you're with quality companies going into 2023 and also have a strategy going into next year as well. All right. Sounds good, Lori. Thank you for that. Thanks so much to me. Have a great day and a great week ahead. I hope so too. That's Lori Pinkowski. You too. That's a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. Remember, you can contact Lori and her team directly if you have any questions. Their phone number is 604-695-LORI or you can visit their website, which is pinkowski.ca. We talk to Lori every Wednesday morning to help us make sense of the markets.